Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikha. Let's start off with giving some tzedakah and having Mashiach in mind. This is our uh, last Sikha before, of, this, of this year, right? Before Rosh Hashanah. So let's have a little extra energy. We go into our Rosh Hashanah. And I'm um, getting some tzedakah. Good day with tzedakah. Shemak Rav as Hagi'ula. And with that, message Guru, take it away. Thank you, Etsy. I want to say a big shout-out to Etsy for making this happen so close to Yentif, and um, especially putting up with me with my runarounds. I keep changing the times on her and giving her the information about the Sikha so last minute. So thank you to Etsy for always making it work. Thank you for teaching it. So I feel like this. we're going to try to recapture an experience that um, for many years, and if you think about it, imagine it's Arab Yantif, kind of like the way we're all feeling now, and everything is so, even probably just either getting on this phone call today or listening to the Sikha at a later point is like a huge commitment on everyone's part, and wow, like so many things to do, and it's so busy, and yet the women had an opportunity that before Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbe would have a special fabringen just with women. And so everything got put aside. And we had this very special schus to be able to go down into 770, and there would be this opportunity for the Rebbe to fabring, especially with the women, similar to right before Shavuos. And I think I would be correct in saying that the Rebbe is the first Jewish leader, the only Jewish leader, to consistently, on a regular basis, um, hold Fabringans just for women before Shavuos, before Rosh Hashanah. Um, I, you know, the Friedegab already had certain Fabringans that were with women, and of course, Maisha spoke to the women before Matan Taira, but that twice a year there should be an actual time that the Rebbe would Fabring just with women, I think is, um, I think, unique to the Rebbe's generation, and there's no doubt that the Rebbe's motivation is because we are the ones who are responsible to bring the Geula, so the Rebbe holds very strongly that the Avait of women is so important, and that's what the Rebbe is going to highlight here in the Sicha, going into Rosh Hashanah, that really everything about Rosh Hashanah is about the Avait of women, and we should feel very empowered to do our Avait, and to feel that we are fulfilling the Indian of Rosh Hashanah with the Avait, the unique type of Avait that we do. So we're going to be doing a sicha that's not Moga, it's in Hisfadies of Tashmam Dalid Chilak Dalid. And we're going to be starting on page 2641. I sent out pictures of it if you'd like to follow along. Um, you can also find it inside the Sefer. And this is actually one of those special Fabringans that the Rebbe Fabrings specifically with women. So the Rebbe starts out by saying that there is a special Indian before Rosh Hashanah comes, to gather Yidin together as a hachana for Rosh Hashanah, to prepare for the special day. And the reason is very obvious. It's actually stated very clearly in this week's parsha. Atem nitzavim hayem kolchem. That all of you stand together today, la'avacha b'rvis Hashem aleikecha, in order to make this covenant together with Hashem. Laman hakim aizcha hayem la'am, in order to be established today as his people. And he will be for you as your God. So when we gather together before Rosh Hashanah, and I think this phone call is a mini version of gathering together, we are gathering in order to prepare ourselves to be united as one unit, in order to be committed to our Melech, to the Abishter, and Abishter 
taking us on as his nation. <clears throat> so let's understand what exactly does this mean that when we gather together and we make this commitment together, that's the real preparation for Rosh Hashanah. We all know that the whole theme of Rosh Hashanah, especially according to Chesedis, is Tamlichuni Aleichem. This is the day that the Abishar wants us to crown him as king, to take him, to take upon ourselves Omach Hashemayim for the entire year. And the truth is that this is really the Aveda of every single day as Yidin. So we do it in a big sense, in a general sense on Rosh Hashanah, but really every year does this every single day. The Rebbe explains in Ice Days that you start your day with Maida Ani Lefanecha Melech Chayvakayim. So your very first words that you say, the very first pu'ula that every year does, the second that they wake up in the morning, even before you get snagavasar, before you start, of course, before you start the rest of your day, getting on with your eating and your drinking and all the other scheduling that you have going on, as you acknowledge, Tamlichuni Aleichem, the Eivishter is my Melech, and then from there, we take that mindset, of course, into the rest of our day. So in a sense, really what Rosh Hashanah is, is like a big Maida'ani moment. In other words, as you start your year, similar to as you start your day, you accept upon yourself the Malchus of Hashem. Now, this is true about each of us as individuals, but it's really important to remember that it applies to all of us together united. You know, when we're each off doing our own little thing, it's very, very easy to get into this place where it's like me and my little life, you and your little life. You know, of course, I interact with you here, I interact with you there. But to really feel like we're one unit, it's hard to really get that sense. And the Abishter put us all over the world with all kinds of stories and circumstances and, you know, things that are pulling at us and whatever it is. But the real definition of being Hashem's nation means that we are one nation. As far as the Abishter is concerned, we are really like one unit together. And if a Yid is accepting upon himself, it comes together with uh, absolute connection to every other Yid. So as we prepare ourselves for Rosh Hashanah and we're preparing to accept the Abishter as Melech, hand in hand with that means accepting every other Yid as being completely unified with us, um, looking at other Yidin in that kind of way. It's not just me and my little world. It's all of us really together as one unified um, nation. And the Abishter accepts us all together to be his nation. And then, of course, once we are on the king's good side, then it's good for us. So when we're asking for a ksiva, v'chsima taiva, for a shana taiva musuka, it's because when you're in the presence of the melech, and the melech is shining his face at you, that's what brings you bracha, that's what brings you good, that's where in your life goes in the right direction. So it all leads one to the other, that um, by accepting upon ourselves that the Abishar, that we want to be in the presence of Hashem as king, that, and of course that goes hand in hand with feeling united and absolutely one with every single Jew around us, that's what brings to the Ksiva Vachsima Taiva that we should then be, you know, experiencing the open brachas that come to us from being around the Melech. And the way that we prepare for that is, of course, with what we're kind of what we're doing today, making a little mini kinos. Um, during the month of Elul, during this very, very special time, and it's not just in the earlier parts of the month, but we're really holding just those last few days before Rosh Hashanah. In case any of you are feeling the nerves come on, Rosh Hashanah, yes, really is just around the corner. And um, it's a tremendous ace sign. It's, tr- it's an absolute tremendous time 
for us to gather together with other Yidin, and Baruchenu Avinu Kolanu Ke'echa, the Ebeshter should give us tremendous brachis together as we prepare to accept upon ourselves to be the Ebeshter's nation, to be the Ebeshter's people, and then, of course, to receive all the brachis that come from being connected to our Melech. So, Everything that we just spoke about is even more important when it comes to Jewish women. So I'm going to jump ahead to page, to page 2644. It's Ice Hay of the Sicha. Everything that we just spoke about, about preparing for the Avaida of Rosh Hashanah, about about accepting ourselves upon ourselves to be in the Abishra's nation, about uniting with other Yidin in that process, about how that brings to Ksiva is Shayach the Muchad is especially connected to Jewish women and girls. Why? Why is the Avaida of Rosh Hashanah so connected to the Avaida of women and the Avaida of girls? And the answer is as follows. Kol Isha B'Yisrael Nikres B'Lashan HaKadosh B'Shem Akar Every Jewish woman is called the foundation of the home. B'Shem Zeh Shmai Asher Yikroloi B'Lashan HaKadosh Hamavata Esenyanei V'Technei HaAmiti Shel HaDavar The name of something captures the real essence of that thing. So what does that mean? That shows, Shehaisha hi ikare shal habayis. The woman is the most important person in the house. Why? Lefi shehi zu shemanhiga umenaheles es archas habayis baruach hatar vahayados. She is the one who really leads the house in the direction of going in the spirit of Tyra and Yiddishkeit. For this home to be, that this home should be worthy to have the Shekhinah rest there, that is really the woman who makes it happen, and therefore she is the most important person of the home. This doesn't just apply to married women, this applies to every Jewish girl, because Jewish girls are so important, they're so crucial, because they are being trained, they are being educated in the ways of Yiddishkeit. So when she comes to that fortunate moment in her life, that she will be able to establish her home, that she should then be able to step into this crucial role of a Karasabayas. That she should be able to run her home happily. That's a big deal. You need a lot of training to be able to run your Jewish home correctly and happily. And with tremendous success. So you've got to get a real solid, solid grounding beforehand so you can really be prepared to go into running your Yiddish home with a lot of Hatzlacha and even more sometimes difficult to access with a lot of joy. Just like each individual home has the Akaras Abayis, and that's the woman, so too, so too, so now in the broader sense, in the, in the wider sense, we also have that the world is Hashem's home, so to speak, and who is the Akaras Abayis, who is the most important piece of turning this home into Hashem's home, it's the wife, it's the woman, and in that case we're talking about Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish people. And this is really the whole theme of Rosh Hashanah. This is what Rosh Hashanah is about. Let's see. 
Tachlis hakavana debriyas ha'elam hi. The whole purpose of creation is lasas leis barach dir b'tachtainim to make a home for the Eibushter. Meaning, this place is Hashem's house. This is Hashem's home. Sha'elam kula yihiye bayis v'dir lahakadosh baruch hu. How do we make that happen? The inyan zen nifal ayde hanhagas bnei Yisrael apihar ra'esav shalakadosh baruch hu b'tayra ubechlalos l'man hakim aischa hayim la'am v'hu yelachem la'lekim. Like we said from this week's parsha, that we commit to being the Eibushter's nation and to doing the things that he wants us to do, and he commits to being our God, meaning that we accept upon ourselves to do the things that he wants us to do. Or as we say every single morning, ma'ida'ani lefanecha melech. And then of course. That's what we do on Rosh Hashanah. Every year on Rosh Hashanah, we accept the Abishtar to be the Melech Yisrael. And not just to be the Yidin's king, but the king of the entire world. Now, where do you see this really being expressed? Where do you see that a Yid accepts upon himself that the Abishtar is his Melech? This ends up being expressed. The words get said on Rosh Hashanah. The words get said every morning when you say Maida'ani, but the way that you show it is all the little moments throughout your day. That every little thing you do, you're doing it like a yid. You're doing it the way the Abishar would want it to be done. Whatever we're doing, we are, with every step we take, with every piece of lettuce we wash, with every, you know, store we run into, or whatever it might be, we are announcing to the world that the Abishter is the master of the world. So, Every yid is in the process of making this place into a home for Hashem. We do this in our own homes, and then from there it goes out to the entire world. Now, that shows that the, the yidin are kind of like the keres habayis of Hashem's home. In other words, the home is the world. The abishter is like the husband of this world, the balabayis of this world. And the yidin are the keres habayis of the world. So we become like Hashem's partners in creating this world together, and we have to remember that we are the most important people. Just like it is the woman who plays the most important role in the house, the Yidin have to know that they are the ones who make the home actually turn into Hashem's home. Aha, so now we can connect the Avaidah Rosh Hashanah to the important role that is played by women and girls. Ice Zion on page 2645. The Rosh Hashanah, Mishadish, Kolos, and Every year in Rosh Hashanah, the world is recreated. Like we say in the Tfilos of Rosh Hashanah, Hayyim Haras Ailam. Today is the day that the world is like reborn. The Nimtza, Shabarash Hashanah, Mudgeshes, Biyesa, Tachlos, Kavanas, Habriya Kula. Today is the day that the whole purpose of creation is reaffirmed, is recreated, is re, re, um, you know, made stronger again. In other words, the purpose of making a dira for Hashem, of being the Akaris Abayis in this whole world. How do we make that happen? Each Jewish woman in her home, whatever you're doing in your home, that is how you are accepting Hashem as king. When you run your home with a, with a Yiddish spirit, with a feeling of simcha, with a feeling of Kabbalah's all, what the Abishter wants to be done, that's how you turn this big world into Hashem's home. And so too any girl 
who takes the time to learn from her mother, to learn from her grandmother of how to be in a karasabayas, all of our growth of, you know, lahalas bekedesh, we always can grow and make things better and better. So anything we do to, to strengthen that our home should be a place of the shechanti pesecham, of where the abishter can comfortably rest in our homes. Um, and then there's another sicha, the Rebbe doesn't work in here, but another sicha the Rebbe explains that the three mitzvahs of women are very, very much connected to Rosh Hashanah because Chava and Adam and every, the whole relationship of Chava and Adam is obviously connected to Rosh Hashanah. It's the day of their creation. And we know that all three mitzvahs are connected to what Chava did to Adam. The Chala, Adam was called like he was formed from the earth. So the mitzvahs that we do with Chala, um, the, Adam was called the light of the earth. So that's what we do with Licht. And Adam was called the, I guess, like the blood of the, of the world. So that's what we do with Nida. So all three mitzvahs are very much connected with the Avedah that Chava had of repairing the damage that was done to Adam. And so the, the Rosh Hashanah is a time to like, refocus again on those three mitzvahs, to remember that this is the day of the creation of Adam and Chava, and to like, once again commit ourselves stronger than ever before to fulfilling especially all of our obligations as a Karasabais, but especially the Yanim connected to the three mitzvahs of a, of a woman. And when each one of us focuses on our little home, you know, what am I doing to be in a Karasabais in my home, then, of course, we get the bigger picture. We get the bigger picture of how all of us as Yidin are, so to speak, the wife of Hashem, and we're all the Karasabais in preparing this beautiful dear B'tachtainim for the Abishter here in this world. So the big, grand statement, Tamli Chuni Aleichem, make me into king on the day of Rosh Hashanah. Where does that happen? It happens in your home, in the role that you play as a Karis Abayis, in the things that you're doing to strengthen, to bring a little higher, to bring a little more, a feeling that this is the Abishter's, Dalaramas, this is the Abishter's place, the Abishter rests here, the Abishter is comfortable here, there is a Yiddish spirit here, there is a spirit of Simcha that's going on here, B'Simcha V'Tuv Levav, and there's a commitment and a hatzlacha in bringing the Abishra's presence into our homes. Um, on the next page, it says, you see this every single year from the very moment that Rosh Hashanah starts. How? Knisas Rosh Hashanah. How does Rosh Hashanah begin? What makes Rosh Hashanah start? Before you get into that big master, you know, the big davening, the one that all the women are like, how am I ever going to be able to do this when I'm so busy with a million things? Well, there's something very important that you do before anyone even opens up a master. And there's something very important you do before anyone even blows a shafer. And what is that? That is through the pa'ula of every Jewish woman and girl. Even a little girl. And what is she doing? When she benches licht, she ushers in Yaim Hazikarin. And if you think about it, just that moment of lighting the candle exactly personifies what the whole Avaida is of a Karasabayas. The Teichen HaMitzvah, what are you doing? Gashmi, you take a physical candle. Umadlikim and you light it with a holy light. and then that light lights up the whole house. Upaula Zunasis Bibracha, and you do it with a bracha. With the bracha Asher Kitashana Bimsaisavitsivanu Lahadik Narshayam Hazikarin, and then you add another bracha, Shekhyanu Vikimanu Vigyanalizmanaza. What do these brachas mean? Haidala Hakadashbarahu al Shahekya Vikayan Bahamid Batekafas Kol Achas Mikem 
You're thanking the Abishar. Thank you, Abishar, for bringing me to this moment, together with all the other women around the world, and bringing us Lizman Hazah, that we should be able to do another mitzvah, and we should be able to bring Rosh Hashanah into the world. So really, at that very moment, we are capturing the power of a woman's avidah to bring light into the world, to bring light to something physical, and to acknowledge how it's the Abishar is the one who gives us the ability to do so, Shechianu. <coughs> so from here, the Rebbe goes on in the Sicha and went through all the little um, things that were associated with the very day that the Rebbe was saying the Sicha to women. So the Rebbe went through the Chumash of the day and all the different aspects of the Chitas of the day and brought out different messages for the women to be aware of. I'm going to jump ahead, and I'm just going to take a look at the Rambam of that day. And the Rebbe connects it to the Avaita of women in a very powerful way. So if you want to jump ahead to page 2652, the Rebbe is going to focus <coughs> on one of the Prakam of Rambam of that day. And basically, the um, mitzvah of that day was that a person has to have yira of the Mikdash. There has to be a sense of like awe in the base of Mikdash. And the Rebbe explains that when you are working with the world, especially when you're working in your own home, so we have this sense, when I pull up to my house, I'm pulling up to my house. When I take care of my kids, I'm taking care of my kids. When I work in my Chabad house, I'm dealing with my Chabad house. And the Eivishter wants us to feel that way because we're meant to be a shutif. We're meant to be partners with him in making a dear b'tachtainim. Like we said before, there has to be that feeling that, you know, we're the wife and we're important and we're making a difference here. At the same time, imagine a yid who was working in the Beis HaMikdash. So on the one hand, of course, it's the yid's responsibility to run things in the Beis HaMikdash. But at the same time, he always has to remember, wait, I'm in the presence of Hashem. And as soon as I start to take ownership for something, it could... Um, the mile is very, very powerful, but it could lead to a person saying, well, if I'm in charge, then I get to make all the decisions. And part of all the decisions is perhaps that right now I'm taking a breather break and I'm not doing the things that, you know, whatever it is wants me to do or whatever it might be. So we might not have that sense of zrizos because it's my home and I choose when I want to do it or when I don't want to do it. But if we have that burning sense of, wait, we're in the presence of Hashem, the Abishar is the one who calls the shots in this base HaMikdash that we are building for him. He's the one who decides how things should happen. Then it helps us like push our own cheshbenes to a side. In other words, it's not about me, and it's not about what I'm in the mood of, or what I think is going to work out, or whatever it might be, but I'm here to do what the Abishar wants me to do. And when I'm here to do what the Abishar wants me to do, then my decisions will be about what does Hashem call for in this situation, and that's what we're learning from this Rambam. And the Rebbe is going to now apply this in a very practical way to one of the inyanim that women are responsible for. So in Aisyad Zayin on page 2652, this concept about Mayra Mikdash, about feeling that you're in the presence of Hashem, is very much connected to one of the aspects of the jobs of Jewish women. Hamitzvah ha'ikris, the most important job, shekiyuma hufkad bideha isha, whose responsibility was given over to women, is the mitzvah harishayin of a is the first mitzvah of the taira. Pru uruvu umilu asaharetz. 
So here, if I'm your partner, Hashem, and I'm, you know, an equal partner in creating this dear B'tachtainim, a person can come along with their husband and say as follows. Okay, sounds like a great idea, but not necessarily for right this second. Why do I have to get into this kind of commitment when I'm so young? Am I really supposed to be, you know, rushing to have children? Right now I'm at the strength of my youth. I could, the whole world is open before me. There's so many other great things I could be getting done right now. And then... After everything is, you know, really set up well, I've, I've got a great career, I've saved up a nice, a nice amount of money, I already have my own house and possessions and whatever it is, then we can start to think about starting a family. Not only that, the person says, aren't, isn't it supposed to be a partnership of three? Isn't it supposed to be So if so, I have my opinion. In other words, all three partners get to have, so to speak, equal equal uh, say in this matter. So then comes the Hira from Myra Mikdash, the Hira from having that sense of awe in the base of Mikdash. And that was the Rambam of the day that the Rebbe was speaking the Sikha to women. Every Jewish home is a base Mikdash. And so on the one hand, we are Hashem's partners. But at the same time, we have to know, the Lachin Han Hagasai Shal Yehudi, I'm reading at the very bottom of the page, Everything we do, and especially what we're doing in our homes, what we're doing to build our families, has to be with the tzivoy of Myra Mikdash, top of the next page, 2653. The lachain, and therefore, when two, a husband and wife get married, and they make the brach of the shavar brachis, including the words binyan adayad, they need to throw themselves into this primary mitzvah of pru revu milu asaret, and there's a reason why the Abishtar made it the first mitzvah because it's a message to us. It comes first. The blila arev cheshbainis v'shikulim ishiim, without mixing in our own cheshbainis about things. Instead, lismaich v'lechleitan al shutaf haikri, we can rely completely on our primary partner, which is the Abishtar. Who will bench us with sons and daughters for many long good years, out of health, with plenty of parnasah, and all the other brachas. And what are we counting on? Because we will invest in making sure that these children are born out of a place of purity and out of a place of holiness. Like the Pasuk says, and so when the person's mind jumps in and says, but what about my shutfis? What about my inyan? So we always have to remember the mitzvah of Yeres Hashem, right? Of Meira Mikdash. And when I crown the Abishter as king, I'm accepting upon myself the way that the Abishter wants me to do this. And then, of course, don't forget what we said at the beginning of the Sicha, once you're in the presence of the king and you've accepted the king's word, then you get all the good stuff from being around the king. From Hashem's wide-open, full, holy hand, where he is then able to bench us with all the brachas that we need. Um, before we go any further, I just want to show you 
I added on here a little piece from um, also a Sikh of Tashimam Dala, but it's from Chelik Aleph. I don't know if you can see it in the little pictures there. It's page 68 of Tafshimam Dalid. And there the Rebbe says such an interesting thing, and I found this to be very encouraging. You know, when you go into Rosh Hashanah, I think one of the, um, one of the big concerns, especially for women, is how hard it is to manage between our children and our kitchens and our responsibilities and everything else that's going on and to somehow also throw in a meaningful Rosh Hashanah experience of Tekia Shaifer and davening, and, you know, maybe a little bit of kavana here and there would be nice. So it's a very hard thing to pull off and to balance. So I just wanted to show you, on page 68, the Rebbe brings up a very interesting taich, and he says that when it comes to this Indian, um, reading in the middle of the page of a pashtus, by each one of us fulfilling this Indian of having children and filling the world, and, you know, helping with that, et cetera, et cetera, but even shal kedusha v'tahara, doing it out of a place of kedusha and tahara, the whole Indian of tahara sa then we are really connecting to the Indian of Rosh Hashanah. How, does he, how do we see that we're connecting to the Indian of Rosh Hashanah? Shaharei ha-geula mimitzrayim b'schusan shel neshei Yisrael. That really, the whole geula from Mitzrayim came about in the schus of Jewish women. And what did these Jewish women do? Sheha'emidu banim ubanais. They were committed to having Jewish children. And this happened, This happened through the activities of the midwives of Shifra and Pua. So this is showing us, by the way, that it's not only the union of having one's own children, it's also anything we do to support women in this very important mitzvah of having children, like Shifra and Pua did. So the Tzemach Tzedek brings down, that Shifra, is connected to the Shaifer of Rosh Hashanah. So what's our Tkiya Shaifer of Rosh Hashanah? To be like Shifra, to be supportive, to be a part of this beautiful holy work that, you know, while we're going through the Gullus, we are establishing generations of children, and we are supporting that, and, you know, believing in that, and relying on the Abishter, that the Abishter will give us tremendous brachis and all of those, and all of those in Yanim, and in that way, we should get to see how Hashem is really the balabas of this whole house, and He's the one who calls the shots, and we can rely on Him to give us tremendous, tremendous brachis. So I want to wish each and every one of us and all of us together, overflowing nachas and gezunt and brachis and parnasa brachava and everything that we need. And the main thing is that through our avayda, through our commitment, to the Tekiah Shafer of women, right? The special Tekiah Shafer of a woman to be like Shifra, to the Indian of a Karasabayis of Rosh Hashanah, really accepting Hashem as king and turning Hashem's home into a real dear Batachtainim. We should be Zaycha, Bishus Nashem Sitkaniyais, that we should celebrate this Rosh Hashanah with the blowing of the great Shafer, Yitakab Shafer Gadol, and um, it should finally be what Rosh Hashanah is really meant to be with the arrival of Mashiach Zedkenu, Tekef, Umiyad, Mamish. Amen. Thank you so much. Agat to everybody. Agat Bye-bye.